Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And yet again, this morning, we have another fantastic guest. Uh, it just never ceases to amaze me the, uh, you know, the, the type of uh, human beings that were, well, it, I'm just blown away, the human beings that we attract in this community. Today, we have a former Army nurse and um, somebody who is going to continue to share their journey of perseverance and uh, building the life that they really want and deserve. Kim, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, so I'm great. So Army nurse, are you yeah. still an Army nurse? No, no. Okay. Thank uh -huh. you for your service, first of all. Yes, yes it's a pleasure. So, so what led you to legendary? What were you, um, what were you doing, uh, or what are you doing right now in your life in which you could use some, uh, your own business for, you know, actually what, what, what inspired you to want to start your own business? Yes. It's, um, I could probably write a book on it, so I'll try to just keep it to the cliff notes. But when I was in college, so I'm 39 and when I was in college was in the early two thousands. Mm -hmm. when Iraq and Afghanistan, like September 11th happened. And um, I went to college and I decided I wanted to be a doctor at the time. And then I decided I didn't want to actually be in school that long. And so I became a nurse instead. And the army kept asking me if I wanted to join. And um, they really needed nurses. They really, really needed nurses at the time. And I couldn't shake the curiosity of what that might be like. So I decided to join ROTC while I was in college in nursing mm -hmm. school. And after I graduated from nursing school, I became an active duty Army Nurse Corps. And I served for eight years in the mm -hmm. Nurse Corps. I um, did a little bit of everything. It was fast and furious and wild. And I climbed the ranks really quickly I deployed to Iraq and I actually met my husband there. He's a Black Hawk helicopter pilot. And of course he is. Yeah. So total, total we, badass. Yes, he is. Yeah. And um, so we, I got out in 2014. The wars were still going strong and we didn't want to have to rely on family to watch our kids if we both deployed. And um, so I got out. He stayed in. And actually, just in 2020, late 2020, he retired. So he served 21 years. And we're finally out, done with the military. And we credit the military for where we're at here. Because after you get out of the military, they ask you um, like what you experienced in the military to see if they will pay you any type of compensation for disability and my, my husband gets a retirement pension. And so essentially, that's our passive income. That's where that started. And it's, it's, a, it's a good chunk of money. I won't deny that. But um, it's not enough to like we both, somebody had to have at least a full-time job and a little more. Mm -hmm. And I chose to do that because my husband served 21 years and have a master's degree in nursing. So why not? Mm -hmm. And um I worked for a while kind of on his coattails, just moving around because I had to. And in 2020, I was an educator and I was teaching new grad nurses like I had been for years, how to be nurses. 
and I was asked to work the COVID unit and I was the only one in our department to to be asked. And I was like, well, I kind of see why they know I'm former military and will do just about anything they ask me to do. So I did. And a year and a half later, I was working 60 hours a week. I had an hour commute. I was not even seeing my kids most days. And I was absolutely fried. And my boss did a performance review and said how great I was, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, so can we talk about compensation for my time? Because I was salary. And just immediately was denied. Like, no, no, you get enough. And I'm like, I am working like 20 more hours than everybody else a week. And um, I just kind of bit the bullet. Didn't really do anything about it at the time. And like several months later, I'm still doing it. And my husband, I came home and told my husband, one of the new grads told me this story today. And I told her she should quit. And he's like, uh, you probably want to start looking for a new job before they fire you. And I'm like, I know, I can't believe that came out of my mouth and just rolled out of my mouth. And um, that's when I started looking like, what can I do? And still didn't put two and two together. So I um, decided to go aesthetics. But my husband said, let me work a little bit, too. And so we decided how much do we need to make together and how can we make this schedule work? So um, he went to work and I went to work as an aesthetic nurse, which is a lot of fun. Um, And I still do it right now. Um, But it wasn't until I was working there and I started working more and more and more hours that I was like, this is never going to end. And I told my husband one day, wouldn't it be nice if all of our income just came in like our military money. And he's like, you know, that's a thing. I'm like, what's the thing? He's like, it's called passive income and it's a thing. And I'm like, well, how do we do that? (sighs) So Googled for months and I years kept coming up at the top, but I'm like, nah, it's a scam. (laughs) That's not going to work. That's not a thing. And so uh, finally my husband said he thinks he wanted to move jobs and scale back on hours too. And I said, let's, let's give this a try. He was so excited. He, he was so excited. So we tried it. And sure enough, three days after I started posting, I'm making commissions. Yeah. Wow. What a story. What a story. And man, I just have to stop and just appreciate who you are and the type of person that you are. Cause there's a lot of those out there who just is like not only doing service for our country, but also working as a frontline worker in the pandemic. So really just, you do deserve tons of money and tons of freedom oh. and tons of rest. Uh, thank thank you. you so much. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not often that we really get to see what is, what some of these other professions do, you know, as I've been sharing a little bit over the last week, my dad's in the hospital. He has had some heart surgery. It's pretty serious. And I've, I've, he's still recovering. Hopefully he's going to be okay, but I've gotten to see nurses, doctors. I've gotten to see all of that firsthand. And we always try to avoid that because who wants to go to the hospital? If, you know, yeah. not a place that we like to go hang out. But the, 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 it's such, it's so hard because, um, 
it's a job that's so necessary. It's so needed. I just wish they get their crap together and just pay our damn medical staff and our freaking teachers what they deserve and stop making this a God blessed issue. Mm -hmm. Moving on. That's my way. No. I'm like, amen. Yes. Yes. I just am so tired in America of seeing the most important, hardest working people in our country struggling the most. Yes. Um, my, my wife's mother did it. She grew up as a single mother. She taught in New Jersey. She was never home. Yeah. It's insane. It's <laughs> insane how our society has us just brainwashed. Yeah. 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 And, and I don't know what the answer to that is, but I, I know how to create your own economy and now you're learning. And so how did that feel? It's got to be a bitter sweet because in one respect, you must have loved what you were doing, but in the other respect, it made you bitter because you were not getting paid what you were contributing and putting in. And so is it bittersweet? What is it like now to be creating your own economy? Well, and my audience is- Or is it all sweet? I mean, look, you put your time and service in. It is bittersweet because I I got a bachelor's. I went and got a master's. I got board certified. I did everything you're supposed to do to make more money, to climb the ladder. I went to conferences. I presented. I did all the things. And at the end of the day, it's like- there was, there was very little, and not that I need recognition, but there's very little recognition as far as like compensation goes. And they're increasing the pay for the nurses on the floors, the new nurses on the floors, and it's getting close to mine. And I'm like, hold on. I don't, I'm not saying they don't deserve that. I'm saying for us mid-level where, cause you know, at the top they're making a lot and at the bottom, they're starting to increase it too. The work on the floors is it's very well-deserved. But in the middle, they're like, oh, she can, she's salary. She's perfect to go out here to do that. We don't have to pay her another dime. And it's, it's honestly, it's degrading, but you don't want to leave because you're, you've put so much time and effort in this skill set. And why wouldn't I stay? It's what I'm supposed to do. And there's a big stigma in healthcare that you're not really like a healthcare worker unless you're working in one of these big corporate sexy hospitals. So when you're in that and you're thinking, am I really going to leave this? It's terrifying to think. And and, and as I got, it got easier as I got older because I really stopped giving a shit about what people said about me. Um, But early on, it was like, I will never leave this because my resume has got to have this, this, this on it in order to succeed or to be somebody. But after, you know, after you have kids and your kids are like, mom, I wish you could be at swim lesson. I'm like, that'll never happen. Like, what kind of response is that? (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people, I think, have children and realize just they got their priorities out of whack. You know, yeah, I think that's right. happening a lot in 2020, like three right now and over the last few. Just there's more awareness around um, around alternatives. There's not just one size fits all. And for, mm-hmm. so, for several generations, and I, I can't speak before that, um, but just hearing, my, you know, my father and so forth, um, y- you know, uh, it's it's. Um, it's, it's just been kind of, this is what you do. You know, mm-hmm. you just be a good little boy, be a good little girl in, in, uh, you know, in, in, in 
World War One, World War Two, et cetera, a lot of the young people, you know, were getting drafted, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thank God we have people who are willing to serve now. And um, but it's just it's a lot. I, I'm just trying to sit with that kind of scary, terrifying feeling that so many of us feel and many of you more than I did at the beginning, because I was when I started in this. I had I didn't have a full career or hadn't mm-hmm. started something in another industry or career. So I didn't really have I didn't have a lot to lose, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas now I'm seeing people come into this business. It's becoming more popularized. It's becoming more mainstream. Nurses, people mm-hmm. are looking for alternative ways because they're realizing that this one size fits all doesn't really fit. No, <laughs> no it doesn't. No. In the kids. So then we have kids and it's like, it's all good to work 60 hours a week when you've got like, when you're young and energetic and you have no kids. But once you hit your thirties and if you choose to start hitting kids, having kids, but then of course, those of you who are older, surely you're more tired than you were Mm -hmm. in your twenties, but life just changes. It's like now it's like, I've got, I'm more tired. Plus I got kids that are draining me and I really want to be home with them. Mm-hmm. So what's the current, give us what's going on between you and your husband right now. Are you guys happy you did this? Is mm-hmm. he like, give us like the current vibe and when exactly did you start? Okay. Yeah. So and real quick on that, like, no, like when I started this, like between rich dad, poor dad and everything you said, I was like, Holy cow, I have been in I have been in the depths of that and thank goodness for COVID to help me like look up and see what am I doing? Um and my husband doesn't have but a high school diploma. He has a very impressive resume, but he's a pilot and they're offering him tons of money to be away from home 90% of the time. I'm like, we just did that. We're not doing that again. Mama's tired. <laughs> so, yeah, so I started, um, I, I purchased the 15-day course in November. And I knew I was going to have um, a Thanksgiving break and a winter or a Christmas break coming up. So from work. So I was like, this is my plan. So I will go on and shoot videos like buy this, you know, $7 course. It'll take you 15 days. It took me two months. Don't worry about that. But (laughs) it can take you 15 days. But I, um, I mean, I went through it, but I took my time. I took a month to set everything up. It's just the type of person I am. Like, I've got to see it. I knew I had to have a, a little bit of content to post and I just, you know, built up everything, but I went live at the beginning of February, like February 1st. And, um, like I said, three days later, um, there was a commission. It was like a day later, another commission. Of course, there's been periods in between where I'm like, okay, when's the next one? Um, but now, so I was working when I left the hospital, I went to work for a corporate med spa. It wasn't my first choice, but it was almost like being a new grad again. I had to go get this little bit of experience before I could go work for private. And I actually, I don't say this out loud often. I actually got fired from there about nine months later. And that was when I'm like, this course that I keep seeing needs to be purchased today. (laughs) Because I asked for a half day off 
to get my kids. They had approved it. A nurse called out and they said, we need you to stay. I said, I can't stay. And the district manager, I guess, did not like that. And I live in a state that's at will. And two weeks later, she came in and she fired me. And I was like, because I needed time for my kids. Ah, wow. I cannot work for corporate anymore. This is just not my life. And thankfully, at the time, my husband had a job. He had an income. And um, he's like, take your time. Just take your time. Um, but if we wanted to do anything else, like go out to eat, um, it wasn't going to happen during that time. So we, um, I signed up for the course and I just started emailing private med spas. And I was actually surprised at how many opportunities I had and um, how different it was. So the, the one I chose to work for, I worked like 20-ish hours. She's like, what do you want to work? I'm like, I, I don't know how to respond. I've never been asked that. And um, what do you want to know? I'll teach you. And I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm used to Googling things if I don't know. <laughs> so um, it's just been such a change. And I've had the time to do this and do it well. Mm-hmm. And I could not be more thankful. I come home every day. I, I don't work every day. But when I come home, my husband, or when he comes home, he'll ask me like, where are we at? How many followers? How's Facebook monetizing? And my kids are even like, oh, mom, you got 57 people today. <laughs> like, that is so cool, man. They, hey, they're rooting for you. They don't want no. daddy to have to go back in those helicopters. Yeah. We told them kind of, you know, they're five and eight. We told them what we're doing, what we're trying to do. And one day we'd love to teach you. And oh. so they're like, mommy's trying to make money online. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we can afford more things for you. <laughs> They're ready. And there's lots of ways to do that, and yeah. we're doing it in a way that would make you proud. Don't yeah. you worry. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's been That's good. So, we are- mommy's got look, look now. Yeah. Now, of all the talks over the years and past generations, right? It's like you can only imagine. But right. now it's like 2023. Kids, little Johnny. <laughs> Sarah, mommy's trying to make money online. Okay. I'm making a seven second video, real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I know back in the day it was like, you know, mommy's going to go, you know, milk the horses or, you know, going to go out and plow the field and dad's going to go, you know, shoot an elk. But it's like, right. I got to film a video for TikTok real quick. Mommy's trying to make some money on the internet. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> and you know, when you tell people, they're like, uh, you're trying to make money online. Like how? I'm like, don't, no, no, not like that. Like <laughs> legit. Okay. <laughs> Check this yeah. out. And then they're like, like if you show them even how Facebook monetizes, they're like, Facebook just pays you to post. I'm like, yeah, duh. I mean, I, it took me a while to learn that too, but like... <laughs> Yeah, here yeah. we are. Yeah, and it's it's got to be different for a military family who's used to, and not to say that there's not tons of technology in the military, but I mean, you folks are are real. Get in the trenches, both you and your husband. Use your hands. Honest days work for an honest days pay yeah. people. Um, but you have no problems 
getting passive income, right? I mean, are you like welcoming? Where do you feel like your money mindset? Do you feel like your mindset now that you've started to explore that a little bit, do you feel like you deserve to make a lot of money or do you feel like you have any money limitations in there where you have some limiting beliefs? Oh, that's a good question because we are also very Christian. We're very faith-based. So when we dove into this, we said, you know, seeing other people and how much they're making, we're like, I'm not saying that's what we're going to make, but I mean, we could try. (laughs) And if we do, we need to be very careful about how that goes and where that might go because there's you know for our faith like there I mean it's pretty straightforward in the bible what you need to do when it comes down to making income and I mean we just had um it was like we signed up for the course and it was like two weeks later we're sitting in church and our pastor's talking about how much you should tithe and I'm like yeesh like (laughs) sinking into my chair like I can give you $55 a week for now. Hopefully that goes up soon. <laughs> but like it um but it's brought us to like our church is like look at these people who work here. What are they making? And look at what we're trying to do for the community and they're constantly like we don't they don't have income except yeah. for from us. Yeah. And we were saying how cool would that be when yeah. they put up the red on the screen to be like I can take a chunk out of that. Yeah, and exactly. And it doesn't matter what your passion, um, what your commit, what your, what your, uh, how you want to serve, where you want to serve, whether it's in your church community, whether Mm -hmm. it's some other, um, some other passion that you have where you think that your resources could make an impact. I'm telling you, my friends, um, it is amazing what you can do when you start earning money mm-hmm. and, and you have expendable income to be able to spread that love around you, it will not, it will not, it's not about changing other people's lives. It will do that. It will change your life. Mm-hmm. It will turn you into a different kind of person because when it's, 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 you know, Life is survival. We most of us don't have a lot to share. It's a real big deal when you don't have anything, and and you share something because you don't have a lot. You have to make sure that you have enough for yourself. But when you start to make where you have your needs are completely taken care of, mm-hmm. and that's no longer your num that's no longer your obsession. Mm-hmm. Your obsession is no longer me, 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 me making my bills. And unfortunately, that's if you look at Maslow's hierarchy, it's 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 a, a it's five stages of needs that um, starts with just basic uh, shelter, food, and water and mm-hmm. safety. And until you get those basic needs met, it's difficult for you to go up and to move to that next stage of needs, which is emotional needs and things of community-based needs, things of that nature. So when you get your basic needs met, completely taken care of, and you no longer have to worry if you're going to make the bills, put groceries in the fridge, all of that, and you can start getting into a mindset of service impact, you see somebody struggling, but they're working hard and you know you can help, 
It will, you will now, instead of being so obsessed about self and am I going to make the bills, it opens your whole life up because now you really can truly be who you want to be, which is somebody, and there's no doubt in my mind that you're a server, you're a helper, Mm -hmm. because look at the careers that you've chosen Mm -hmm. and all of the rest of you who are, who are listening you are all are such hard workers. Look at how you've served the communities, your jobs, your families. Mm-hmm. But most of that has been, unfortunately, because you need to make a paycheck. But you're still that person. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't just about the paycheck, imagine the enjoyment and the fulfillment that you would get from serving where you want to serve mm-hmm. instead of where you have to serve. Yes. That's perfect. That, and you are like the epitome of it, Dave. Like just giving back, showing yeah. you guys, look what you can do. Look where you can give. Um, I mean, it's it's insane to think of the potential. Like, yes, selfishly, there's home improvement projects I want to do. We want to pay off the house. We want to pay off some of our bills. Um, we, we don't love making a car payment every month, it'd be nice to not have to do that. But also like there are kids in my kid's school that don't eat lunch. And I'm like, you know, what if I could just pay the year for that? And then it doesn't even, I don't even, they don't even need to know. Like they just eat, you know? Thank you. We do the same thing. We do the same thing. Yeah. My wife and I did something recently. We do, we, we, we love anonymity. We learned it in 12-step recovery, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics mm-hmm. Anonymous, right? My wife and I both got clean 14 years ago. And the power of serving anonymously is very powerful. We, we, we've had several instances where we've turned down being known because we don't want special treatment. We just, mm-hmm. we just have it. So we just want to give it. It's not mm-hmm. about, it's just that we have it. Our needs are met. We're happy to do it. We don't need the ego boost or recognition or anything. And that's what fills our hearts. That's what makes us get up. I mean, I'm going through a tough time with my father right now, but I mean, I feel like even now my career doing what I do is a service-based thing because my needs are met. And, and, and if you look around at this community, I get a lot of fulfillment seeing other people succeed. So it's now even been able to, you know, and we all have this opportunity to make our career a place in which we really can, we can design it in the way in which it fulfills us, where we can serve and help people. Uh, We can also have boundaries. We're not just giving of ourselves and our business, people pleasing. It's, it's now we can actually respect ourselves Maybe sure. in ways that we weren't getting respect from employers before. We can say, I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. I love my clients. I help them. I don't do it all for them. Mm-hmm. They have to participate. That's right. the boundary, right? Yeah. Yes, so, you have to do the work. <laughs> they got to do the work. Yeah. They got to do the work. But I'm here. I'll work just as hard as they will. And I say yeah. that to every single person in this company community. I'll mm-hmm. do anything and everything I ask you to do or have done it in the past, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, it's like now life how I use my money, how I use my time and how I use my business becomes more congruent with me instead of making me constantly feel conflicted 
Uh, nobody deserves to feel like that, especially if they're a nurse saving people's lives every day. Mm -hmm. We got to get that fixed on our medical system. But while they're getting that fixed, damn it, the clock, as my father would say, the clock don't stop for nobody. You got to take the bull by the horns and do something about your life for your family. And that's why I respect what you're doing, Kim. Mm -hmm. I really, really respect mm -hmm. every single person in this community because this path isn't easy. It mm -hmm. is exciting, mm -hmm. but it's not easy. What's it been like for you to get comfortable being on camera? I'm sure, that wasn't something that you were doing every day before. Yeah, I. Um, I it took me a while to like, I'm an educator, so I'm okay talking in front of people. But when you, it's like when the phone is here, like I can't have my kids or my husband around. Like I need. So many people say that, and and I can <laughs> relate to that too. But just you don't want your family looking yeah, at you while you're recording. Give me a minute, because yeah, nurses, well, healthcare people are generally have a little twisted sense of humor. We like to have fun, and so one of my niche pillars is. Humor, just not trying to sell, just being able to relate to them, humor. And so when I have to be a little goofy is especially when I'm like, okay, really just like, give me a minute. <laughs> I need to be like fully myself and uh, goofy. And uh, I mean, my kids and my husband have all been in the videos and um, they, they love that and they support it. And there's no judgment. It's just the first couple of videos I made, I was like shaking. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this doesn't sound genuine. I'm not relaxed. I obviously need to do some work, but um, it's, it's come a long way. <laughs> and that's actually like one of my tips is like literally just being yourself is when my videos started to make an impact. And I didn't think anyone actually wanted to listen to me talk because formerly as an educator, they're there because they have to be there. And oh, I mean, there's people who, you know, enjoyed it or, you know, I, I feel like I did some good things <laughs> when I educated, but um, they're there because they have to be there. And here it's like, I don't, I don't know, do they want to hear me talk? And the videos where I just sit down and talk, um, man, it'll be like a minute are the videos that have comments of nurses, just, I can relate. And this is my story and da, 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 da. And I'm like, Whoa, okay. I can do that way easier than trying to show you what Amazon can do <laughs> for you. Um, yes. it, so it's, I mean, so I started, that's the uh, power of affiliate marketing. Is yeah. that you, that's, that's, that's the power just to, just to interrupt. Sorry, but that's the power of affiliate marketing and why that's the first core for a business model in the selling information kind of, you know, the core for bit. There's four core ways to sell information. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, you could sell a book or a, a CD or a MP3, right? But usually you'll put those things in your course, coaching program or event. Or, of course, you can be an affiliate marketer. Now, if you're doing a course, coaching program or event, you need to know more what you're talking about if you're the main person doing the talking, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're doing affiliate marketing, you actually don't have to know the content. You don't have to know the technical details. You don't have to know any of those. Matter of fact, if you're affiliate marketing, it's better if you don't go so deep because then you create more questions for them that they may not have even had mm -hmm. before they buy, right? So you actually yes. <laughs> don't want to go into tons of technical teaching, et cetera. With affiliate marketing, you want to stay in story. You want to stay in 
emotional connection, relation, identification, get people to relate, identify, oh man, I get what she's saying. Hey, I can relate to that. First, you got to get people to even connect to say, mm -hmm. oh, this applies to me. And if you jump right into the details, the mechanics, you know, any sort of teaching, anything that's going to be it at all complicated or confusing, well, you're Lou, you're jumping right over the most important part. If you get somebody to say, oh, I'm a nurse, I can relate to that. Really, if you get that identification first, they'll listen a lot longer to the other things that you have to say. Absolutely. And I started exactly that way. It was like, let me show them how to do it, how easy this is. And crickets. And then I was like, hey, so I'm Kim and I, I was burned out and this is what happened. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, hey, Kim. I'm like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Hey. <laughs> right. Oh, voices. Wait. I'm no. not talking myself out here. Yeah. <laughs> wait, are there voices Logan, in my head? Yeah. Hold on. No, those aren't the normal ones. These are actual people. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Or DMs. Like, I mean, just the last two weeks, I've actually had where I have to sit down at the end of the day and answer DMs of people saying, thank you for your content. Like, I can relate. And I'm like, whoa. I know there's lots of people that can relate, but to take the time out to send me a DM just to say, thank you for your content. I can relate. I'm like, wow, that's insane. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready for the avalanche because I can already tell you're in your zone because I mean, we've, the, the, the viewers on this has just grown. The comments relate, 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 identify. Oh, I can, right? So you're, you found your message. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you found the things that you can talk about comfortably. And the reason why you can talk about them comfortably and all of you can is because it's your own life, right? Yes. If you're going to, if you're going to be the spokesperson, right? You're promoting a product that you can be the spokesperson for. What, what is a product that you can be a spokesperson for? A product that you've got some experience with, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't have any experience with the product you're promoting, then get a, get a, um, you know, get a, get a pen name, get a, you know, get another spokesperson, use another spoke. But in most cases, when you're starting out, buy a damn course, go through it, whether it's a 15 day challenge or any other one else, other course out there. And if you like it and you got value from it, then see if they've got an affiliate program and you'll have it. You'll be know exactly what the heck you're talking about. Right, I mean, that's right. the easiest way to pick a product and pick a niche <laughs> is just, be a learner first mm -hmm. and go through the course. And then you, when you have that personal experience of going through something, and then you combine that with just talking about why you took the course, why it was useful. You could do it with any course. You take mm -hmm. a dog training course. Well, if you got value and you actually had success training your dog, you're going to be excited as heck about that course. You're going to be telling everything. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be telling people that don't have dogs. Be my dog. Yeah. <laughs> How well behaved my dog is. People are just going to be like, and we do that anyways. Yeah. We talk about movies and restaurants and everything anyways. Mm -hmm. That's really what this is. I, if I'm sharing a restaurant or, a, or yeah, let's just go with a restaurant. I'm not going to say, yeah, you know, the vegetables, they were, I could tell they were, you know, prepared in, you know, olive oil and <laughs> grass fed butter and all yep. this kind of stuff. I'm not, somebody might be like, wait, what grass, what? what? Oh, is it butter or? 
instead I just say, this was one of the best restaurants I've ever had. We had have a- to try this dish. Yeah. You got to try it. It's fantastic, <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, so that's the way that we market products naturally. Mm-hmm. And that is, I'm just, I'm so glad that you, you said that and it, 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 I love to remind people of this and I want to do this more and more in the future is that te- getting so technical in your free content often only time, oftentimes only creates more questions in people. Yes. So stop putting so much pressure on yourself to have to know everything before you start promoting a product. Absolutely. Yes. Cause I noticed that when I said, Hey, check out this way to do this. And in the comments, you can tell people had tried it and are asking me questions like because they're stuck at this step. And I'm like, like, I don't. If you're going to do anything, if you're going to explain anything, then get yourself a little prop. This is one of the things that I've always used. You can look back in videos. You can you I've always got a prop. Right. And what a prop could be, it could be a nowadays it could be, you know, your phone. Uh, you hold it up if you have something written on it. It could be an iPad. For me, many years, it was a whiteboard, baby. Yeah. It was a, like a flip chart, you know? Yeah. And I would go right on camera and I'd have the flip chart there and I'd be drawing stuff. Nowadays, you can also, uh, you could just flip your phone around if you're doing a, a live or something and you can just, but my point is, if I'm going to show something, then let me talk more about how it works from a 30,000 foot perspective in my marketing mm-hmm. rather than showing them how to set things up, connect things, etc. Mm-hmm. right? Or even if I was promoting dog training, like the specifics, I don't want to give that away. Mm-hmm. If they're interested in that stuff, they can go through the course. Let me just tell, let me not tell you about the features and benefits and all the how to's of the course, what's inside the course but let me just tell you what the course did for me. That's easy right. to talk about. Like it changed my life, right? Like this is, I'm, I'm working less hours. I, I'm able to do this. I'm like home during the, the day. It's Friday. Like I don't, I don't got to go to work today. Like I, I wasn't going to tell you guys this, but there's sweatpants on. Hello. Like <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's not normal. I, I don't ever, <laughs> I mean, get, get hustle in this business hard enough to where you never have to wear pants if you don't want to. Right. <laughs> My husband would love that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying go and be weird. I'm just saying you never have to wear pants like yeah. suit pants. I'm yeah. not saying don't wear underwear. Oh okay. Wear underwear. Wear, I mean just for your furniture. Like the neighbors <laughs> and your furniture. You know um, but you know, if you don't want to wear pants, then, you know, wear shorts, wear, um, yoga, you know, but just yeah, until you never have to put on the outfit that you don't want to wear anymore. Yes. So like the dread nurses have a really big problem with that. The, they have like the works three, it's only three 12 hour shifts, right? You get four days off the first day off. We call it the nurse hangover. You don't sure do anything. Yeah. And not to mention those days are like 16 hour days. And then they've been asking you to work mandatory overtime. Yeah. Two, two days a week. And so, and then you get in your car and you're just like, I, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go. I can't go to work. You're like paralyzed. It's like a whole mental health pandemic. Oh, like in the, in the hospital. It's not. I mean, it's it's also an emotionally draining place to work. 
I did not realize how much interaction nurses have with family mm -hmm. who's freaking out mm -hmm. and wants answers. I mean, it is a whole nother job mm -hmm. just to communicate with family. So, yeah, I don't have the solution to the healthcare and kind of teaching upside down backwards philosophy that we have in this country. But mm -hmm. I do know that these hospital companies, these uh, the, the, our local government, whatever, is going to have a rude awakening because there is a absolute, uh, you know, people are just leaving these industries left and right, especially after the pandemic. And I almost am a little bit, you know, terrified for our, our children and our the people who are sick in our community. And it's going to take some real innovation. It's going to take some real innovation to be able to solve this. But we have to be real clear about what we have power over. Mm -hmm. What I have power over as an individual is what I do with myself and my family. And I cannot sit around and try to solve the world's problems while I sit and suffer. I have to act. And that is something that I want to drive home to each and every one of you is that you deserve the best life. There is nothing that the CEO of the hospital or the CEO of a financial institution deserves more than any one of you listening to this. Yes. And the only difference that a lot of these people have is that they have the knowledge, the information mm -hmm. and got started at a different time. Um, they may have had a, uh, in, in corporate America, there's a lot of games, right? But here's what I can tell you about entrepreneurship. There's no games. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes through the front door. The playing field is completely leveled and everybody has the same shot. Everybody's not as equally naturally talented, but you can make up for that with work ethic. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's my belief. Yes. You are your own boss. That's what I... Like me and my husband, when we started this, because he's going to start his own niche. And we, you know, we were like, all right, like, this is it. There's no like backing out. We are our own boss. So if we set deadlines, just like at work, we would never dream of missing a deadline at work. But you'll, totally. miss, you'll miss one for yourself. I know. But if you're your own boss, you, you like, just think of it that way. You are your own boss. What did you set out to do today? I know we, we would. I'm going yes. to ask everybody right now a very interesting question. Okay. Can I see would I you hire you? Ooh, that's in a good your question. business. In yeah. this business, would you hire mm -hmm. you? I want you to pretend that you're hiring your first employee, you're hiring your first team member, and I want you to imagine that it's you. Are you asking me or I just found the comments because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, no, 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 I'm not asking you. Okay, I'm, I'm like, no. Just, no, 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 no. I'm not asking you. I'm just throwing it out there. Not yeah. because, oh my God, if I say no right now, then I'm a loser. No. Right. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, ooh. I the mean, majority of us would ooh. say no. I know. What's my competition? They might no. have a lot more experience. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And I think also you got to think about, you know, we work a lot harder for other people than we work for ourselves as well for some odd reason. You were just alluding to yeah, that. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't afford me, Alicia says. You go, girl. Um <laughs> 
It's a good question to ask because you will sort of what you were alluding to, you and your husband saying we're the boss. You set the 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 bar. You set it, it, I've seen this over the past 10 years in companies that I've started and operated and always been an operator, never been a um, you know, I've always been in my companies, in the company, working, building, writing copy. And I found that that's the best way to make a really successful company. Mm -hmm. Don't just try to like build something and then get away from it Yeah. Uh, or, or, or turn it over to somebody else. Like just build a great company and then do it in a way that you can design your life. And the way that I've done that is it started with the type of company I started in information business. So I was not tied to a single location. That's 50% of my troubles right there. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. The definitely. second thing is, is I can do this business any damn time of the day. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do it at a certain nine to five. I can do it nine. I can do it at five. I can do it at 10. I yep. can do it at midnight. Yep. And in, in a lot of the stuff that I did at the beginning was in those hours, as, yep, as yep. many of you are finding out. Mm -hmm. And and so those are some of the immediate boom things that right off the bat help me. And now, since I've got those things out of the way, well, it's time for me to step up to the plate. Mm -hmm. Because now that I don't, now that I can do this business at any hour that I want, and now that I don't have to go into a location. Now the rest is on me to step up and actually execute in those time frames. What does that mean? Well, I can't watch my video 500 times and, 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 and say it's not perfect and overanalyze it and then complain that I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not successful. How do you make the use of your time? If you have a video, don't sit for, I'm just using that example. Yeah. Don't sit there and tear it apart because if yeah. you're the boss, you got to execute. You got to yeah. get things out. You got to hit post. And you got to move on. How, how, how has that been for you? Yeah, no, definitely. I was just telling my husband this the other day. I try to like batch create on um, my, the, like my Fridays. I'm home alone. The kids are at school. My husband's at work. And I try to get all my little video clips. Well, like two weeks ago on Monday, I'm looking at them. And like half of them, I'm like, I don't like them. I, I just don't. I just something's not hitting it. And so right then and there, I just re-recorded and I'm so glad I did because those videos did well. And I, I was telling my husband, like, this is weird, but it's kind of like family vacation photos. Like you have to be able to go back and like that content. Like, do you like watching it? I know it's like hard to watch yourself sometimes, but do you like watching it? Because then other people will. But when I look at a piece of content and I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's it's fine to post. If you need to post something, like post it. But at the same time, don't expect it to just like take off either. So, but I mean, I was saying too the other day, like I'm hearing people say, don't, don't throw spaghetti at the wall. Well, I would like to argue that. Like I've thrown a lot of spaghetti at the wall. Some of it sticks and some of it doesn't. And yeah. the ones that don't, I pick back up and I'm like, what can we do differently and try and throw it back at the wall? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it was a little trial and error. And I mean, I'm a type of person. I need to see every step along the way too. I need to see what fails so mm. that I can recreate that. And so I know that that was successful for a reason. Yeah. And why, like what pieces worked. Yeah. And I, I think that a lot of that, you know, knowing your military, knowing your mm -hmm. nurse background, your medical background, man, you had to be decisive. Mm -hmm. Are you finding that that's a help? I mean, that's what I'm hearing. You're pretty decisive. Um, 
there's a lot of people who aren't as decisive as you and, mm -hmm. and, and, and really beat themselves up and really overanalyze their stuff. How could somebody become more decisive? Yeah, no, I, I had to learn like in nursing that if you are in charge of that patient, you are in charge of that patient. And, and, and there's some hard calls to make. I've had to make a lot of hard calls. I've been a nurse for 16 years yes, and some of them were right calls and some of them were wrong calls. So, but if I was still sitting here and I, I can be indecisive, like when it comes to social media, I really didn't spend a lot of time on it until recently. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad it's time that's like could make money instead of time, just like <laughs> scrolling through random reels. But I, I would say, just give yourself some credit. This world there are people who are not going to like you and not going to like your content and they weren't going to buy from you anyway. So just let it go, let it go. And I, I, I can speak this to myself as well, but the more I found, the more I'm posting, the more content I'm creating, the more I'm myself, like my actual quirky, weird self, the more people like it. And it's actually easier to do yeah, because it's natural. Yeah. So it's okay to, you know, okay, do I like this? Maybe not, but let's see if it works. It's a make a decision though. Um, cause my husband is indecisive and he's getting like a survival niche going and watching him write a blog, he's, he wants to blog and we all know that might take a while. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, <laughs> I told him watching him write a blog is incredible because he'll just throw it up on words, 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 words. And I can't, do that. I would sit there for days because I would be like, delete, 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 delete. I don't like how that sounds. So I, I think also like playing on what is your strong suit yeah. and let that show, show that to your audience. What are your strengths? Yeah. Yeah. It goes a long ways. And you're going to find stuff about yourself and your content that you don't like. Like, I'm just, I personally don't watch a lot of my stuff. I mean, unless I'm watching live events, live, like, you know, me in, in, a, in a live setting and kind of seeing like, you know, how does, is my body language, am I coming across? Like, am I, yeah. am I work in the room? Like, I've watched some event footage, but um I just found that I was so critical on myself that I just, it was best that I just didn't watch most of my videos. Mm -hmm. um, I also found that I was a lot more productive that way too, because you, you, if you, if you can get to the point, friends, this should be a goal. You put this down. This is a Dave Sharp goal that you can just bust out your phone and film a video right there. One take, you'll, you'll become a millionaire. What I'm talking about, just grab your phone. Just be comfortable enough to say, oh, I got to film a video about that. Just be able to pick your phone up and say, hey, what's going on? This is Dave Sharp. And I just wanted to shoot this quick video to celebrate you know, whoever or just to let you know. I mean, whatever it is, the topic, anything that you can pick your phone up and just film a video about it. You will become a millionaire. It's almost a damn near. It's almost a damn you know, guaranteed path nowadays because. The reason why that is, I believe, is because speed of implementation is just as important sometimes as the content itself. Why? Because if you take a whole day to make a piece of mediocre content and I get my piece of mediocre content um, out of the way at 8 a.m. and then and then 
another mediocre content, then another piece of mediocre content by noon, and I keep practicing by five o'clock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a good piece of content, and you're still gonna have overanalyzing your one piece of mediocre content. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Oh so yeah. Speed of implementation, getting stuff out, and also muscle memory, practicing it. Look. You didn't get that comfortable on your phone. You see, ever seen a secretary who's like, hey, how's it going? She's just moving phones and doing all this kind of stuff. I guarantee you the first day and in in, same with you as a nurse, the way you uh, throw things around and you're dealing with people and, yeah. and needles. And I'm going, oh, my God, it takes me all day just to stick that one person, you know, but the speed of implementation saves lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's 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 both. It's both, you know, playing with your strings, everything that you said, and also getting it out there, testing it, speed of implementation, putting things, throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks. And then what sticks, you grab it off and then you remold it, play with it, throw it back. Yes. <laughs> if it doesn't stick, then let it go. Yeah. And I love that you pointed out, I look for things that aren't going right. I want to know, I want to fail forward fast f f f write it down people fail <laughs> forward, forward fast. fast don't fail backwards right but just fail forward that and do it fast out of the gate a lot of you fail forward slow <laughs> or you just fail period slow by not doing anything that is, an, that is a miserable way to build a business. Come out of the gate with ignorance on fire, my friends. You don't know a lot, and it's your best time to be on fire before your head gets full of information. Remember how, well, and you, you should remember this time too, Kim, because there'll be a time to where you won't be as new as, and exciting, and you'll have to reignite your passion for your business probably the same way that you do with other things and you know, us married folks, we know about that in our relationships, yeah. got to reignite things, got to, got to change things up. The same will go in your business. It, it works in kind of cycles. And for most of you, you're at that beginning cycle, fail forward fast, take advantage of that ignorance and light it on fire. We call it ignorance on fire. Cause it, some people call it beginner's luck. It's not beginners. No. It might be, but it's that ignorant. It's that when you're in the beginning of something, you're on fire about it and you have to leverage that and let that all that energy that you have out, put it somewhere productively. Don't just let it stay inside and make you anxious and eventually depressed. There's my mental health rant for the day. <laughs> In nursing, we call um, that reality shock. So there's phases you go through as a nurse when you mm. become student nurse, you're in a honeymoon phase. And you're just like, and I, I did it. I do it everywhere I go, everywhere I'm new. I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited. It's so fun. And then boom, you hit a wall because you're like, I don't know anything. And I feel so vulnerable and I feel so dumb. Yeah. And that's where people tend to quit. And you can't quit there. You're going to go through it. You have to go through the reality shock. And on the other side is where you will see like, I know what I'm doing because I'm comfortable because I've experienced this and where you'll thrive. Mm -hmm. And yes, you will hit a point and I'm, I haven't been there yet with this, but like where you just need to communicate like and grow together. Like yeah. I've been married for 10 years and um, 
I was just joking with my girlfriends the other day because he's been home for a couple of years and I'm like, man, a deployment would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> you just for the weekend or for the week. No, my wife told, yeah. I mean, she said several times because we're around each other all the time. Yes. I mean, there was a time in our relationship to where we were around each other hardly ever. Uh huh. And, and it was like, when we saw each other, it was like, oh. You know, fireworks. Right. But, but now it's like we spend so much time around each other. There'll be a couple of times a year where she's like, get, you need to go somewhere to another state for a week. Yes. I just did it. Yes. I just Let got me organize your guy's golf trip for you. <laughs> I, I just got back from a social only trip. I was also trying to socialize more after coat, right? I'm yeah, still on good. that pandemic hibernation mm -hmm. thing. I got real like in the lane about like, my daily routine and it, there wasn't a lot. So I, I was, was like, she's like, what you need to get out and go socialize for it. So I went and saw two friends. Yeah. Weeks ago. Yeah. So total social trip. You wouldn't believe it. And, and you know what? The other cool thing is as if, if, if you are the one who's taking the trips and you eventually will, you'll, you'll do a girlfriend's trip. My wife sure. took her girlfriends down to Costa Rica for new year's uh, this year. She took uh, eight friends down to Costa Rica awesome. um, and rented a house and they had her best friends, her best friends in the world. Even one flew in from Seattle. Um, but the cool thing is, as an entrepreneur, if you set this up, you, you, you won't be on the phone all day. And my buddies are always amazed by that because they know that I'm, I've got a business mm -hmm. and it's pretty successful and so, so on and so forth. They're like, why are you you're never on the phone, man? You like what's the business doing right now? Yeah. You never, you know, don't ever get any phone calls. Like any, yeah. I mean, spam calls and friends and family, but sure. they mostly text me. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Right. I'm around a couple of my buddies and they are on the phone all day long. I'm like, yeah. dude, you know, even if you go on vacation, one of my buddies that I went out in, 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 uh, this is another downside of, uh, uh, well, he's a cardiac surgeon in California and, and it's difficult for him to unplug. But if you are in this business, if you are doing this, you can design it in a way to when you do travel or even throughout your daily life, you will always be working, but people will not be able to tell that you're working. Yes, and that is that. one cool thing about this. Mm -hmm. So you are cool and your family is cool <laughs> and you, you have an incredible family and you are uh, and, and your husband are incredible people. And thank you so much for your service, both in, uh, you know, the military, but also on the front lines during the pandemic. Seriously, thank you so much to you and all of you who are listening, who have served in that way. Um, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I want nothing but the best for you. And I so hope that, you get all the success that you deserve and I'll be right here to help you in any way I can. So come thank back. You. And thank you, Dave, for this opportunity. I, I like, can't wait to read these comments I'm seeing over here. I just discovered they're over here. <laughs> right. And I know I can speak on behalf of all of these people that you have given us just an incredible opportunity and we are forever grateful for that, for setting this up. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'll see you on the, ne on the, on the next show when we have you back. Okay. I can't wait. Thank All you. Right. Thank you everyone. See you, Kim. Bye. All right, my friends. Uh, what a wonderful interview. What a wonderful time this morning. It is the top of the hour at 11 AM and please go follow Kim and support her, support her husband, 
what incredible people, um, the best, the best that America has to offer right there, my friends. We'll see you back here for another episode on Monday. Love you all. Be legendary. Peace.